Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin. But they still reveal things to us. As they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table, the story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. And welcome back to Bone Thrower's Theaters. My name is Jordan. We are playing a penny for my thoughts, but maybe I'll let you get a penny. Who are you? I'm Jeff. I'm Jeremy. I'm Ellie. Patrick. And I'm Johnny. So we are going to go ahead and move on to the second question. And this one is a little more depressing. (laughs) (laughs) We weren't depressing enough already. Yeah. Recall an unpleasant memory. Yeah, the first was the pleasant memory, where some very unique pleasant memories about ant swarms and... Identifying bodies. Identifying bodies and dueling <laughs> romance and <laughs> kids trying to TP your house, escaping a backwoods Canadian cult, being abandoned at the senior senior. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and move on to the depressing questions now. All right. So I think Jeremy has the most coins at the moment. I do. I have four. Okay. So at this point, you get to go ahead and draw your trigger memory. Or memory trigger, nice. excuse me. What'd you get? Stubbing my pinky toe. Ow! <laughs> Who wrote that? Oh. I hate that. <laughs> that's, that's a negative memory right there. <laughs> And that's just the trigger. (laughs) We're going dark here. Oh my gosh. That's just the trigger. Alright. Was it hard losing your glasses? Yes. And the sun was particularly blinding that day. Do you often lose your temper like that? Yes. But it's surprisingly less often than it used to be. Did you learn your lesson? Yes, I'll be better prepared next time. Was this how you lost your pinky toe? (laughs) Yes, but an inch the other way would have been the whole leg. Did you enjoy the Switchfoot concert with your daughter? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually Jeremy's favorite band. (laughs) But, unfortunately, it was only the live stream. Oh. I remember a time when I wanted to go find the perfect Christmas tree for my daughter's first Christmas back with me. So I went out into a snowy forest in upstate New York and felt like I'd been walking for at least a mile before seeing the cluster of trees at the bottom of the, the hill. Unfortunately, I lost my footing and started tumbling down the side of the hill. Luckily, I managed to stop myself about halfway down. But somewhere along the way, I realized that my sunglasses had fallen off. I searched for about 10 minutes, couldn't find them. So I picked up the axe and 
continued down the hill. The sun was really glaring off the snow. So I didn't see the eight foot drop at the bottom of the hill. So I kept walking. And obviously not having any ground to stand on, started to fall. I dropped the axe. And when I landed, my foot landed on the blade of the axe, slicing through my boot, about halfway into my foot, right in between my pinky toe and the fourth toe. It's all the worst. I don't know how long I was laying there. When I woke up, I was in the hospital, foot all bandaged, and not knowing what had happened, I decided to rip all the IVs out, storm out into the hallway, and it took two nurses and three security officers to get me back into my room. Little did I know that my daughter was right there in the waiting room, hearing all of this. And one week later, I was back to having supervised visits with my daughter and in the hospital on her phone, we got to watch one of her favorite bands perform on Christmas Eve. So now you can move on to the actual bad news. All right. At the conclusion of the concert, we talked for what seemed only like a few moments when the CPS worker they're supervising said it was time to go, that her uncle was there to pick her up and assume custody. And I said, I said through my tears, what can I do to get another chance? Or was it Ellie? Proceeded to grab your daughter, pull out the IVs and run out of the room. Yeah, that was it. I had it. I pulled out the IVs, scooped up my daughter, knocking over the CPS worker, and ran out of the room, hobbling. Add to my collection, good sir. Thank you. We made it only halfway down the hallway when I saw three security guards around the corner. And I did. Patrick. You scream, I'm not giving up! You burst into one of the rooms nearby as you slam open the windows and jump out with your daughter. Oh! Or was it Johnny? <laughs> Tackle the orderly, keep running, just to be tackled by police yourself. Yeah, that was it. I shouted, I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up. Darted into a nearby hospital room crashed through the window. Yay! Yay. <laughs> Luckily, we were on the first floor. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is supposed to be a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, crash still... out the window and lose the other toe. Done! <laughs> Stumble out into the parking lot. Barefoot, cut up, bleeding. Notice a couple getting out of the car. The lady is pregnant. So 
Sumi is the father, in haste, just leaves the car running, doors open, and I... You knocked the couple over in haste to get into their running vehicle. Or was it? You take the scalpel that you had, you hold it to the throat of the young mother holding her baby, and you force her into the car. Reminds me to never be pregnant around you. Too late. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's it. In haste, I knock over the couple and get into the running car. Gosh, you're terrible. (laughs) Would you rather I held a mother hostage with a scalpel? Oh my gosh. Yes. (laughs) Not Dran Renner. So yeah, car door slam, step on the accelerator. Pretty bad one. Both feet are pretty bad up right about now. And at that point, I, I don't know if I was still medicated, because I can't recall whether my daughter was actually shouting for me to go, 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 or saying no, 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 as I hear sirens. That's all I remember. I'd say that was definitely negative. That was so negative. You've lived quite a life there, sir. Any for myself. A tumbleweed. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so happy I got that one. I've been lost in everybody else. I get it. I wasn't with you, but I get it. <laughs> this is one of your band stories. Yes, yes, it is. We were on the road, and our friend Tyler, the entire trip, he was like, I just want to see a tumbleweed. I just want to see a tumbleweed. It'd be so cool to see a tumbleweed. And we're driving, and we're going down the road. And it's been three weeks. It's been three weeks on the we road. Had- he hasn't seen a tumbleweed yet, and we're in, like, Arizona, Texas, what? like, where they're supposed to be supposed everywhere. to be, yeah. Yeah. And we get to this place, and there's, like, a million tumbleweeds for, like, I don't know, a 20-minute stretch, and we're sitting there trying to wake him up the entire time, trying to get him to see the, all these tumbleweeds. <laughs> he is dead to the world until we get out of the tumbleweeds. And then he wakes up and we're like, dude, you missed all the tumbleweeds. <laughs> <laughs> Should have pulled it over and grabbed one of it in his lap. <laughs> we thought about it. It's funny. So a tumbleweed. A tumbleweed. Okay, then. Do you ever feel like a tumbleweed as you move across the south with no real purpose in life? Yes, but... I do have my good days. Is it always so windy around you? Yes, but that's because I moved to Oklahoma. You ate your camping partner? (laughs) 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 Yes, but it was a pig. <laughs> there, there we go. Good job. Saved it. 
Same as the bacon. Is your favorite food cereal? Yes. But I can't always have cereal. That's why I, I had to eat my pig. <laughs> you mean your camping partner? My camping partner. Okay. Did you ever catch up with your wife and son again? Yes. But I wasn't pleased to see my son. Alright. I remember when I was camping in Oklahoma, which I moved to recently, and it was breezy all the time. And I was camping with my pet pig. And we were just drifting through like tumbleweeds, pondering existence, wondering why we felt so alone and useless, but but it was just me and my pig. It was a good, good pig. And he tasted good too, because I had to, had to eat him. I ran out of food, so I had to roast him up and eat him on the road. And the reason I was camping is because I was out hunting, hunting down my family, trying to catch up to my wife and son. I would have had cereal, but I ran out of cereal. That's why I had to kill pig. Eventually, I finally did catch up to my my wife and son on the road, but I wasn't very pleased to see my son. He had been a brat ever since I smashed his his magnifying glass. We never could get over that hurdle, the two of us. He was always mad at me acting out, and I was always mad at him for acting out. When I called up to my wife and son, what did I do? You walked up to the truck that they were in, went to open the door, but it was locked. Or was it Patrick? Caught up to your wife and son and started to yell at them for leaving you at the gas station 20 miles back. I started yelling at them for leaving me at the gas station 20 miles back because I knew it was my son that did it. He was the reason they left. The animosity between us just kept growing and growing. I finally put my foot down and what did I say to him? You're either going to start respecting me or you're going to find your way on your own. Or was it... Your pet pig tasted mighty fine. (laughs) I like that one. Your pet pig tasted mighty fine. Pet pig tasted and I knew you were looking forward to keeping that pig, but he was so good. I ran out of cereal two days back. And I had no choice but to eat your pig. My son came at me with his fists, and I knocked him down to the ground. My wife came over to try and stop the fight. And what did I do? You paused for a moment to watch a passing tumbleweed. A tear came to your face, and you whisper, Damn you, Oklahoma. (laughs) Or was it? Your wife grabbed your arm, and while you were pulling it free from her, you ended up hitting your son right in the nose, killing him right on the spot. 
I stopped and paused and watched the tumbleweed go by. And reflecting, a tear came to my eye and I whispered, Curse you, Oklahoma. Curse you, Oklahoma. And then I walked away off into the sunset without my family. That was quite a family vacation. Congratulations, sir. Your memory has been completed. A penny for my thoughts. Well, that puts Elliot next. The feel of a slide. Like a hot slide, or this is the, the feel of a slide. Slide trombone. <laughs> I guess whatever she wants it to be at this point. I guess so. Or whatever we make it. Or that. Lordy. <laughs> All right, let's begin. Is your favorite color truly chartreuse? Yes. In fact, I put little Edward and Brent in it all the time. It went so well with their eyes. Yes. Do you hear the little babies now? <laughs> oh, Edward. Do you often let the children go down the slide by themselves? Well, yes, darling. Can't you hear how they enjoy doing it by themselves? Do you hear the baby? Uh, oh, Edward would have my head for it. But you know what? You hear that, baby? You hear Edward and Brent? They adore doing things by themselves. In fact, I leave them unattended all the time. They do so well with it. Except for that time when, when I found that knife in their hand. But that, that's, that's no matter, dear. That's no matter. All right, all right. Next, next. Does coffee really go straight through you? <laughs> it makes it look chartreuse. <laughs> yes, unfortunately, it does, darling. It does, and uh, I always get coffee before we go to the playground. I put, I put the boys in chartreuse, and we go to the playground, and they slide down the slide, and then I have to, you know, drink my coffee, and then I have to run off to the restroom, which is why they're always unattended on the slide. Do you regret? Choosing the playground with the wood chips rather than the rubber floor. Yes, because on the way to the restroom, I fell, and the wood chips punctured my face. Oh, I have to go back to the hospital. Oh, it wasn't really was a tragedy upon my beautiful face, I must say. <laughs> This was when you misplaced Edward? Yes, I did. In fact, you would think a grown man would know where he should be. But I went to the coffee shop, I came to the playground, and I don't know where he is. <laughs> By golly, I don't know where he is, darling. I just don't. And now I'm sweating like a sinner judge again! <laughs> I know, darling, daddy will be here soon! Or it's Brent too, daddy, I just don't know! Alright, did I cover everybody? Yeah. Okay. Alright, let's make this clear. Um, I remember now. We started this new tradition after the passing of Edward. <laughs> We started this tradition in the memory of Edward. 
We would go to the playground, but before we would go to the playground, I just remember we go to the coffee shop. The house of Bean! The house of Bean, right? The best mocha latte I've ever had! And of course, when we get to the playground, I just remember... I, I remember seeing the wood chips! And I remember tripping over the border of the playground! Well now, Edward Jr. and Brent Jr. went on the slide, and they were sliding down, ha 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 ha! Right? And then, that's when I noticed! The wood chips again, and I hit my face on the ground. Uh, my face, my beautiful face. So many surgeries, so many wet, so much wasted money. But thank you, Edward. God bless. <laughs> Anywho, I sat down and I was sipping my coffee when I realized where's Edward. But then again, it's okay. I still have my beautiful face. So I continue to sip my coffee, and the boys are laughing in their little chartreuse onesies. <laughs> and then it hits me! I have to go to the bathroom! And then I ran, ran so fast! And that's when I heard one of the boys hit their face. Where? Mommy, where? I'm sorry, Brent, but Mommy has to go to the bathroom, I said. So I go to the bathroom. I know, I know, Brent, I know! But you shall wait! Just as Edward is waiting for me to find him! And I will go back to the playground and realize once again, where is my Edward? That's right! He's dead! It was a figment of my imagination! Okay. What? <laughs> so, so at this point, she is the psych ward. <laughs> what did I do? First, once I realized he was dead and gone. You went over to the sandbox to see if anything was sticking out of it. Oh no. <laughs> um, or was it? <laughs> and it was just the same kid, Brent, going down the slide over and over again, since they're twins and you dress them in the same outfit. Oh. You only ever had one kid. At the park, just gonna make this look yeah. <laughs> or that, or that. <laughs> yes, yes, that was it. I went over the sand to the sandbox, and oh, lo and behold, I didn't bury Edward properly. Oh, gosh. Well, you know, I called over the boys. <laughs> I said, boys, come help me. Maybe your daddy. I don't know who he is. <laughs> oh gosh. Maybe he need. I need some help putting him back under. Okay. All right. So let's start. Yes, get that pail over there. I said. Mm -hmm. And they started helping me put the sand back on top of Daddy, wherever he is. <laughs> you decide that perhaps maybe you should move the body under the slide instead. Or did I? Or you decided to leave him unburied and go home. <laughs> but then I stopped. Yes, that was it. That was it. I stopped because I realized I left a stove on at home. <laughs> I was trying to make coffee myself, but I just didn't know how. So I tried to go to the coffee shop, and then we were here at the playground because I thought the boys needed a play date, but, but of course. 
I left the stove on. Boys, say goodbye to your maybe father, I said. And then we marched off back to home. Of course, I drove. <laughs> I think the boys made it. I'm not quite sure. But when I got home, Brent was there. Oh, loving man. Except for the part that he, you know, killed his brother. But never mind that. <laughs> I assured him that, you know, Edward was still over by the playground. Whether or not he's fully buried, oh, we both laughed. <laughs> he asked me, oh, how was the slide, sweetheart? And I said, oh, it was perfectly fine. <laughs> and then the boys came in and they said, Mommy, we just saw our Uncle Edward. Ah, he chased us all the way home. And I said, oh. What did I say? That's when you turned to Brent and got pretty demanding saying, you couldn't even kill him right the first time. Get back out there before I have to do it myself. You turned to Edward and you say, you couldn't even kill him right the first time. <laughs> oh my gosh. Get in here and do the job Now get out, get out there before I have to do it myself. <laughs> and make the kids help me. Ooh. That's right. That's what happened. I remember now. I turned to Edward and I said, We switch names for a reason! No! That we were supposed to hide this from both of the juniors! They weren't supposed to know you were the real father! And now Brent, the corpse over here, acting like this is weekend at Bernie's! I guess you just have to do some things yourself! Except, you know who didn't mess this up? The boys! They came twaddly doodly doodly all the way to the house, telling me that you were right behind them! Well, guess what? We didn't do the pop robber switch around! So now we have to do it right the second time! And I march outside and we gather the body with the remnants of the body. All of a sudden, there's a person chasing after me! Oh! It's a white coat man! Straight into a bird. I think that resolves your scene. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oy, man. I don't know where I was going with that, but sure. Yeah, that, going places. That, that sounds good. Um, <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and circle back for next time, and we'll figure out where we're going from there. Until then, hope you all have a good one. Thank you for listening to Bone Thrower's Theater. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0 unported license. That means you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you'd like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle 
is Bone Throwers Theater. You can also look us up on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.